Welcome to the No Gray Areas podcast. You're tuning in to a segment called Chats with Pat. In these sessions, Pat will answer questions submitted by you while elaborating on previous conversations with our podcast guests. Let's dive in. Legacy is a fallacy. Okay, hear me out because it's going to be worth your time. Joe Gagliano, whose story really launched the No Gray Areas podcast platform, was a a guest, a return guest on the podcast. And he and I were recently talking about the importance of legacy. And it reminded me of an illustration that I used so many times back when I would speak to crowds. I would ask everybody in the crowd to stand up. So right now as a listener, you can imagine maybe a thousand people in the audience and you hear them all stand up. And then I would say this, I would say, if you can remember the first and last name of your grandparents remain standing, the first and last name of your paternal and maternal grandparents. So for me, it would be Earl and Betty Nystrom and Fred and Flora McCullough. I told him, if you can do that, stay standing. And you would see maybe just a few people sit down here and there, but almost everybody would stay standing. And then I would say this, if you can name the first and last name of your eight great grandparents, stay standing. There'd be a pause. You'd see people kind of thinking, and then you would hear this. Almost a thousand people. If there were a thousand people in the audience, almost a thousand people would sit down. And then I would tell the audience this. I would say, you know what this means? This means that within a few decades for most of us, our own family won't even remember our name. (laughs) Seems kind of depressing, but but there is hope in this. The the reality is, the truth is, is that when you and I think of legacy, we usually think that it's a statue that's going to be built for us. It's going to be our names written in history books, but that's really not what legacy is. If it is, that's bad news. But I would suggest that that legacy is is deeper than a statue erected for us or our names in a history book, because that's not going to happen for most of us. So let me reframe legacy for us. First of all, as I reframe legacy, we need to ask this question, who's my audience? See, again, history has proven, statistics prove that most of us will be soon forgotten by almost everyone that we interacted with in our life. So the question is, when it comes to your legacy, who's your audience that you really care about? Who are the people that you truly want to leave things of value to? Who's your audience? Another way to reframe legacy for us is, is what is it? How would we define legacy? I, I, I listened to an interview recently with Tim Tebow, and Tebow said this, such a great quote. He said, and I quote, there's a big difference between inheritance and legacy. Inheritance is what you leave. Legacy is who you leave it in. This goes back to, again, who's your audience? Inheritance is something that you leave. It's resources that you leave. Legacy is who you leave it in. Who are the people in your audience that you truly want to leave a legacy with? I wrote uh, my father-in-law and mother-in-law a letter recently. They're amazing people. And I was sharing with them in this letter much of what I'm saying right now. I, I shared with them the reality is that within a few decades, a lot of their own family wouldn't remember their name. And that could be a depressing thought, except that I said, when people like them live the lives that they lived, they're going to leave a legacy in their their children, in their son-in-laws and daughter-in-laws and in their grandchildren and in their great-grandchildren. What kind of legacies? What kind of things of value are they leaving? They're leaving things like like loving each other, uh, 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 respect, 
hard work. That's the kind of thing, that's the legacies that they're leaving. And even though future generations may not remember their name, future generations will be living out those qualities and characteristics of, of, a, of a healthy life because of the way they lived. That's legacy. Here's a definition that I like of legacy. Legacy is about passing on things of lasting value to those who will live on after us. So ask yourself, what lasting values are you leaving for those who you value? What lasting values are you leaving for those that are in your tribe, the ones who really matter to you? So, so maybe as I try to reframe legacy for us, I can help us understand it this way. To use this analogy, legacy is like a tree that you're living under. Legacy is like a tree that you're living under. And you didn't choose that tree. You were given that tree. You inherited that tree, so to speak. Some of us inherited an old tree. It's an old oak tree that's maybe, you know, you know, 60, 70, 80 feet tall and the roots go deep and that legacy goes way back. Some of us inherited a rather shallow tree. Maybe the roots are shallow and, and it's a rather new tree and it doesn't go back very far. Uh, some of us inherited a great legacy that we want to continue. And some of us, unfortunately, inherited a crappy legacy. Here's the good news. You can tear that tree out. You can tear that tree out. Bad news is you can tear that tree out. See, the good news is, is if you inherited a crappy legacy, legacy, you can tear that tree out and, and, and the legacy that you pass on to those uh, that, that, that go beyond you can be something beautiful. Bad news is, is if you inherited a good legacy and you're not careful, you can tear that tree out. This is why my wife and I named our firstborn son Josiah because he's one of my favorite characters in the Bible. Josiah was one of the only good kings in Israel. There was, there was like 30-some kings, and almost all of them were evil, dysfunctional messes. But Josiah was a great king. Here's the interesting thing. Josiah did not inherit a good legacy. Josiah's father and grandfather were two of the most wicked kings. And when I was a young man and I was struggling with the legacy that I inherited, Josiah's story was a story of hope because I realized that you can change your legacy. Josiah did. His father and grandfather were wicked, dysfunctional, horrible, horrible people. That's a, a, the legacy he inherited. But you know what Josiah did? Became king at eight years old. And at 18 years old, he turned the entire nation back to God. You see, Josiah got out the axe and chopped down that tree, that legacy. And he ripped out those roots and he left a different legacy. Here's the question that deeply affected Joe and one that you and I need to wrestle with ourselves. What legacy am I leaving? Not to the masses, but to those closest to me. What legacy am I leaving? What things of value am I leaving to those who are closest to me? So here's my challenge for you. And I would, oh, I would highly encourage you to do this because this is life-changing. I promise you, I did this years ago. This is how you can define what kind of legacy you want to leave and live out to make sure that that's the legacy you leave. I want you to, to take a piece of paper and I want you to write down those that are closest to you. You're probably going to have, if you're married, you're going to have your spouse on there. You're going to have some family on there, maybe uh, parents, children, uh, siblings. Uh, you're going to have your children on there if you have children. You, you may have some, some, some close, close friends. But I want you to write down a name. And then in one sentence, I want you to write down what they would say in one sentence when they walked up at your funeral. If you die before them, and they walk up and they look at your casket. What is the one sentence you want them to say? You want your spouse to perhaps come up and say, 
They cherished and respected me, the greatest partner through this adventure called life. That's the one I wrote for my wife. That's exactly what I want her to say when she walks up and she looks at me. If I die before her, I want her to say he cherished and he respected me and he was the greatest partner I could have through this life called an adventure, this adventure called life. What would you want your spouse to say? What would you want your children to say? What would you want your close friends to say? Write that in one sentence and then start living in such a way that that's what they'll say. That's how you leave a legacy. What's interesting is that 2,000 years ago, this theologian and philosopher, one of my favorite philosophers and theologians in all of history, a guy named Paul, wrote down his legacy statement, a real simple one. He was living his life for an audience of one. And he said, when I die, I want God to simply look at me and say, well done, you were faithful. Hey, I'd love to hear your comments. Uh, you can comment below or, or you can email me at info at nograyareas.com, info at nograyareas.com. Like, follow, subscribe, and share. Let's live out our legacies, living on purpose for a purpose. Mm -hmm.